because you always seem to focus on the negative and the negative comments and everything. But I actually have a board up in my office that has, I've printed off like my positive comments, my little gifts that my customers have given me, um, positive reviews, and I have them on my board because the positive always outweighs the negative. And when I'm having a bad day, I go and I read that board. And I was like, look at how many people appreciate me, believe in me. And I think that was one of the best things I started doing was just pinning things on my wall because I can look at them every day and they're right there. Hey, visionaries, welcome back to the podcast. I am recording this intro a little bit off the script, and that's because I literally couldn't wait to tell you about this episode with Jade Hupilo. Jade is actually a Visionary Method private client who reached out to me when she felt like she didn't know what the next steps for her to take were in her small business. So if you don't know Jade, she runs B&B Craft Supplies. It actually started as Babes and Beads, and this was a company that she started after she had her first son in June of 2019. So she found herself with postpartum depression and feeling like she needed to have a hobby or something that she could pour her energy into. So she started creating teething supplies from home. And in order to create her teething supplies, she needed silicone beads. And after having her own struggles of finding the right beads and not finding what she needed in the marketplace, she decided to start wholesaling silicone beads. I know, this is crazy, right? So she was like sourcing beads from silicone factories in China. The minimum order quantities were huge and she had no need for that many beads for her own business. So this is where the wholesaling came in. Now she is literally running a bead empire from her basement. She is scaling up into a warehouse and for a small town mama from Blaine Lake, Saskatchewan with a population of 500, who's now running a mega successful online bead business shipping worldwide, it is just an incredibly inspiring story. And Jade is super honest. She is super driven, she's relatable, and I think the one takeaway, if you don't have a chance to listen to the whole episode or if you um, are kind of listening on the go and just need the key points, are to just start. In order to have a six-figure craft empire, you need to start with the first sale. And Jade is so giving in her knowledge. She's willing to chat with other mamas who want to get into uh, the teething business, teething supply business, and she's not holding back any of her knowledge. And I think that's what is so neat about Jade is she really is uh, in this to support the greater vision of empowering mamas, of making sure that kids are using safe teething supplies, no chemicals, no nasties in them. And she's built her business from the ground up with two young kids at home, with a husband. Uh, and she's very honest about the fact that she doesn't have a lot of time to make entrepreneurial friends or to get out and take a lot of time for herself. So 
this story is inspiring. Jade is amazing. She's become such an integral part of our visionary community. Everyone loves hearing from her when she chimes in on the calls. And she is Canada's largest supplier of specialty silicone beads. So if you want to learn more, you can go to bnbcraftsupplies.ca. From there, you can find all of her social media, but you can also find her on Instagram at bnbcraftsupplies. Uh, so be sure to check her out, connect with her. And be inspired by what this mama did and how she turned her postpartum depression into a six-figure bead empire. All right, you guys, if you love this episode, please screenshot it and tag B&B Craft Supplies, tag me at Kelsey Rydell. We want to know that you're listening. It means so much. And if you know anyone who is shopping for silicone beads or if you yourself are looking to start your own biz, definitely go check out B&B Craft Supplies on the internet. So enjoy the episode with Jade and I will catch you guys next week. Jade, welcome to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm so excited to sit down and record with you today. And you and I have actually been working together for a few months now. So I've gotten a lot of behind the scenes of how you started your business, how it all came to be. But today we get to share with the entire community of Visionary Life listeners where it all began. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Kelsey. I'm super excited. I want to rewind the clock a little bit to June of 2019. So this is when you welcomed your first son into the world and you write so beautifully on your about me page about the journey uh, of having your son, but then also going through postpartum depression. So I'm just curious, like, what was that like bringing a baby into the world and seemingly supposed to enjoy every minute, but then also experiencing kind of that dullness of depression and that feeling that something's just not right. It was really hard. And at that time, my husband was working on the road. So it was just me and the baby. His name was Brighton or is Brighton uh, <laughs> at home. And I just, I didn't have motivation to get out of bed in the morning. I didn't, I had no drive for anything. Like I had this little baby at home that depended on me but I was really struggling with my new image my new life and everything as a mom mm -hmm. and you say that you realized you needed a creative outlet um, how did you know that getting into something creative would hopefully lift you out of that depression were you always a creative person were you always into crafting or where did the idea that like if I want to move through postpartum I should have some sort of outlet. How did you know? I just like, I, I really wanted a hobby and preferably a hobby. I could make a little bit of side money on. And so I actually, at the same time as when I bought my first beads, I actually bought myself a sewing machine also. So I was going to try sewing. I was going to try some beading. I was really just trying to find anything just to kind of have something that was still just mine whereas in my life at that time everything was about my babies so I wanted something that I could just identify with myself and maybe make a little bit of extra cash but that wasn't the main driver it was more or less just something to distract me mentally because I was in such a dark place mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And I feel like it's so relatable and that so many moms are either going through that right now or have been through that. Um, and it's interesting that you share, it's not like you just woke up one day and knew beads were your future. Like you were kind of exploring, you bought the sewing machine too. Um, was Jade of elementary school or middle school, were you into sewing and beads or was this just something random that you saw on the internet that you thought maybe getting into that would be exciting? Like, I'm just curious how you landed on those two things to start trying out as hobbies. Well, for the sewing, like I, I really enjoyed it in school. So I was like, I could do sewing. Like I remembered how I did it in school and I really enjoyed it. I did quilting and stuff in school. So I was like, maybe I'll do some quilting. But then at the same time, a friend of mine was selling the silicone bead pacifier clips. And I was like, well, those are really cool. And I had bought a couple from her for my son, Brighton. I was like, man, I should try making these. So I actually asked her where she got her beads from. And then I made that order, got the sewing machine. And I was like, we'll just go with the flow and see how things go. And how did things go? Did you start making products and then who was buying them? How were you getting the word out there? Like, how did you even make your first dollar? I like thinking back to it now, it's such a blur. Like I remember making it and I would post them on like Facebook marketplace. And like looking back at like the first things I made, I was like, man, those were terrible. Like those were absolutely terrible. I can't believe anybody paid anything for that. But slowly, like I found my business name, it kind of a friend of mine suggested it and I fell in love. My name back then was um, Babes and Beads. Yeah. So I went along with that. And yeah, I just slowly was selling just on Facebook Marketplace. I did a couple craft shows and then people started asking me about a website. So I started my first website with Shopify, which was super overwhelming and at the same time I tried Etsy which I couldn't understand so I just kind of like pushed that to the side and focused on my Shopify more. Mm -hmm. Did you have any background in entrepreneurship, in business, in online marketing or were you literally just figuring this out as it all came along? I was literally figuring it out as it came along. Um, My background I actually worked in the dairy industry for five years. Uh-huh. I went, I actually decided to go to school for veterinary medicine and ended up dropping out due to a car crash. And then I came back home, worked dairy a little bit longer. Then I ended up working on pig farms. And then I had to quit when I was pregnant with my son due to the, just the environment. Yeah. So no, like I always kind of wanted to start my own business. I thought I was going to own my own dairy or pig farm. So this is totally the opposite direction of what I thought I would do. But I never I like I was only, I was only 20 when I started the business. So Mm -hmm. it just kind of fell into my lap, I like to say, but there was also a lot of work behind it all. Totally. And was anyone in your family an entrepreneur? Did you know of a lot of other entrepreneurs or because you're from a smaller town, did you not feel like you had a ton of people who were kind of forging their own path? My parents are farmers and they own their own like spraying company and stuff. So like, I've always kind of seen that, like they've always been self-employed and that was about it. Like Mm -hmm. 
no one else in the town I'm from, Blaine Lake, it's like a town of 500 people in the middle of nowhere, Saskatchewan. (laughs) And it's just, no one really starts businesses here. And that's just not something that's common out here. Yeah. And I'm curious because I know we have a lot of listeners who do live in small towns and maybe they're not surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurship or not a lot of people in their family are entrepreneurs. So when they start a business, they're often met with resistance or doubt or just people in their family trying to protect them by saying like, oh, don't start that bead business or, you know, just kind of doubting that there's potential there. And I know you face something similar because you were actually going to start a daycare, right? Which is like a more traditional job. Like, you know, if you get a few kids in the door and you are, you know, taking care of children five days a week, 50 weeks a year, then you're going to make a steady salary. So I think in your case, like when you decided to go full-time with B&B craft supplies, you were met with a little bit of resistance of like, well, why aren't you sticking with the daycare idea? Can you take us back to that moment? And like, how did you know that daycare wasn't for you? So my little boy was about one and we decided to open a daycare because there was nowhere in Blaine Lake for childcare. Hmm. In the meantime, I was still dabbling in the beads and the beads, um, I was kind of getting out of the making. I was starting to experience um, the wholesaling aspect of it. I was bringing in beads from China for myself and just kind of selling them on buy and sells because there was only at that time, two places in Canada where you could buy these beads. And so I had this tiny little like, I don't even know, like 50 square foot room, wall to wall with beads. It was hilarious. (laughs) And then our whole basement, I had my husband reno it. It was like straight out of the 60s. It was absolutely terrible down here. And so he rented it. It's actually one thing that I really try to focus on. Like that was a very positive thing everyone's like oh yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. then I got pregnant with my second I was so sick so I was sick pregnant and taking care of like six kids and I was just like and then running the beads on the side and I was like okay like something has to go yeah then COVID hit and it shut down my daycare so the daycare shut down and then I got to focus on the beads a little bit longer and then I made the decision I was like you know, like this sounds crazy, but I think I'm going to go full force into the beads. I'm going to sell all my daycare stuff, scrap that idea and go with the beads. And I will never forget the time. I, my first massive bead order, it was $5,000, which is nothing now that I'm bigger, but I remember telling my parents that I spent $5,000 on (laughs) silicone beads And their jaws just dropped and they're like, Jade, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going with the flow and hoping it works out. Oh my God. I love that so much. I can just picture them being like, I don't get it. I cannot wrap my head around what you're doing with $5,000 worth of beads. You're like, oh, I have a lot more. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So that was a really crazy thing. And I've, I've met a lot of that. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you just count beads or you spend how much on that? Or it's just people don't understand the level we're at with B&B just because I'm still working from home. My basement is a bead warehouse 
and we're in the middle of nowhere Saskatchewan like it just doesn't you don't see that kind of stuff out here totally people are like something's not adding up here and you're like well it's reality but (laughs) among people doubting you and among facing maybe just some interesting comments from people who don't understand the scale of your business or even the success that you've had how do you keep your own belief so strong? Like, it seems like you just have this inner belief in yourself and you've never doubted your potential. Is that something you just feel like you were born with? Or is that something that you have to cultivate from within and really like, you know, grow that belief in yourself as an entrepreneur? I do struggle a lot with the self-doubt and all that, but there's so many of these bead businesses, especially in the States, There's one girl that I follow on TikTok and everything. She's been in the business for like over 10 years. And she is such an inspiration to me. And when I'm feeling down, I go and watch all her TikTok videos. And I'm like, I can be like her. If I just keep on trucking, I can grow. And I can, like, if it wasn't for the beads, my husband would still be working away. My sons would barely know their dad. Yeah. The fact that my business has brought my husband home so that he can be around the kids and me more. That is my main motivation. And the the boys, like my sons are so proud of me. My three-year-old, if anyone comes over that hasn't been to our house, he'll be like, oh, come downstairs and see my mommy's beads. And he'll do like a whole tour of the basement. And it is so cute. And he's just so proud of me that it honestly keeps me going and my husband has been so supportive and just like I have my bad days and he's like you are doing amazing just keep on going and so yeah Mm, that is so beautiful and I love that you have such a strong why right like your family is that why and knowing that yeah your husband doesn't have to be away and the kids obviously are afforded the life that they have because you work so hard. It's really beautiful. And I think it's so important to always stay connected to why we do what we do and why we started because there are bad days in business, right? We get a bad email from a client or a customer. We, you know, do something wrong and somebody calls us out on it. We feel just generally like we're failures, but to reconnect in that moment to be like, okay, this is one circumstance circumstance that I'm facing, but what is the greater vision here? Why did I start this business in the first place? And to kind of just anchor into that every now and again, especially on those days when you feel like everything's blowing up in your face, it's really important to feel rooted in something so strong like family and like your kids, which is really That's cool. actually one thing that I really try to focus on because you always seem to focus on the negative and the negative comments and everything but I actually have a board up in my office that has I've printed off like my positive comments my little gifts that my customers have given me um, positive reviews and I have them on my board because the positive always outweighs the negative and when I'm having a bad day I go and I read that board and I was like look at how many people appreciate me believe in me and I think that was one of the best things I started doing was just pinning things on my wall because I can look at them every day and they're right there it's like a real life Pinterest board right literally (laughs) and it's full of all yeah like the wins and the celebrations Mm -hmm. and those mini milestones that 
are so easy to skip over, right? I think our tendency is like, okay, what do I have to do today? What's next? I got one bad review. I'm a failure. But when you really look at that board, I'm sure you feel like, wow, like look at all I've done. And it's not all bad in the world, right? As a business owner, your first priority needs to be your health. After all, your body is your vessel to bring your dreams into reality. And without your health, nothing else matters. So in addition to eating lots of fruits and veggies and whole foods, I'm also a big fan of topping up my diet with superfoods like Brazil nuts and cashews. I take high quality supplements like fish oil and lion's mane, and I use natural self-care products that aren't harmful to my health. And that's where Healthy Planet comes in and is a huge support. Healthy Planet is my go-to spot for all things health and fitness and wellness. I love that they have everything I need in one place, from natural beauty to supplements to organic whole foods. Plus, their prices are unbeatable. I know I'm getting the best possible deals on everything that I need. So Healthy Planet is more than just a health food store. It's really a one-stop shop for everything you need. And I want to pass on a discount code from Healthy Planet Canada. So use the code VISIONARY2022 at checkout on any online order and have everything shipped straight to your doorstep. So again, head to healthyplanetcanada.com and use the code VISIONARY2022 at checkout to save 10% on any online order over $50. Exactly. Okay. So now I'm very curious because you're a mom of two, you're a wife, you run a incredibly well-run business and it's growing and you know, it shows no sign of slowing down. How do you balance all of these different hats that you wear? How do you, among all of this, manage your work week, take care of yourself, or are you just sometimes feeling like you just stay afloat? I definitely feel a lot of the time like I'm burning the candle at both ends. The biggest thing is having my supportive husband. And if I'm having a really bad day, I'll send the kids to daycare and I'll just, we're an hour away from the nearest city. And so I'll hop in my truck and I'll go to the city and I will get a massage, a pedicure and just love it. take a day because I, I really believe in self-care and believing in yourself. And if you're run down, the business isn't going to do well. You're not going to be a good mom. You're not going to be a good wife. So like, mm-hmm. that is one thing that I've really tried to focus on is just keeping myself, my spirits up because if I'm not doing good, the kids aren't doing good. My husband's not doing good. My business isn't doing good. And then my personal relationships with friends and stuff. So it's, I do feel like I'm burning the candle at both ends, but there's also, I wouldn't change it for the world because I love it. Like it's, it's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. That is such like a mic drop moment right there. When you said, if I'm not doing good, like nothing else is doing good. And I'm sure there were times in your business where you just push, push, pushed and realized that that didn't get you anywhere. Right. If you don't feel like you've taken care of yourself, you're probably not doing much to move your business forward anyway. So in that moment, it is better to step back and to be like, what do I need? Do I need to go on a drive? Do I need to get the massage? And to do that without guilt, right? Because like if you go and you're laying on the massage table, but you're like, I should be working. I just think about work all the time. 
you know, that's not necessarily going to do you as much good as if you just say, you know what, I deserve to take care of me so that when I show up to work tomorrow, when I take care of the kids tonight, I feel good. I feel whole. Exactly. That's exactly the point behind it. Mm -hmm. So can you take us through what a day in the life looks like for you at this point? Like starting from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, give us an idea of what it's like to run B&B craft supplies. So get up in the morning if it's a daycare day. So my kids have daycare three days a week. So if it's a daycare day, it's get up. My husband's usually been up already with the kids and kind of gets them fed and dressed so I get up I get ready I take them to daycare and the packages that I had filled the night prior I bring to the post office check the mail there come home and then I print off all my orders from the previous night or day start packing pack as much as I can till lunchtime take a break eat pack again till uh, like 4 p.m when I have to pick up the kids and then pick up the kids, get them home, make supper, baths, put them down. My husband actually is usually the one who puts them down because after supper, I will usually go back downstairs depending on how much work there is to be done. And then, yeah, (laughs) work till 9 p.m. So it's like a 12 hour day and spend like an hour with my husband in the evening and repeat. Mm Mm-hmm. And among that too, like you're wearing the marketing hat, the social media hat, you're running the behind the scenes. So you slot that in obviously when time permits. Yeah. Uh, so packing orders obviously takes priority because we try and get orders out as soon as possible. We try to be in like the same or next day turnaround time, yeah. which I know my customers really appreciate. But so if there aren't orders to fill, which is rare, but <laughs> then I sit down and I try and do some marketing or I do my analytics or like anything that anything else that needs to be done. Yeah. Or if I'm just hanging out with the kids, I'm often on my phone doing my social media and marketing and emails. And then China where I get all my beads from, they're on a completely opposite time zone. Yeah. So in the evenings, usually when I'm spending time with my husband, I do air quotes I'm talking to China and designing my new beads and putting in new orders because that's when they're awake and I have to do my business with them. Mm -hmm. So it's just run all day. (laughs) Did you ever have a formal mentor, like somebody who told you how to get in contact with someone in China, how to get in contact with a manufacturer and work out deals, or did you just self-teach all of this? I self-taught it all. (laughs) I just trial and error. Like I reached out and I had some bad experiences with China and I did get ripped off and that's just part of the part of the process, but just finding who's reliable, who's reputable, who sells the safest silicone because not all beads are made the same. And often they're used for teething supplies and you don't want to be putting anything bad in the baby's mouth. So it's all this research, all this testing and hoping for the best. (laughs) So cool. 
What would you say to maybe it's a mom listening who's very inspired by your journey, but she feels like, well, I just don't have the skills or I just don't know or have never done this before. Like a mom facing doubt about her own abilities. What would you have to say um, coming from your background of figuring it all out? Just do it. Just, just try it. What's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. Like, try it put yourself out there worse that happens you don't make as many sales as you thought and you just kind of disappear on that front but I know like thinking back to when I started not many people believed in me and I just kind of well we'll try it and hope for the best and Mm -hmm. just trying it and just hoping for the best and having something that makes you identify yourself other than just identifying as a mom all the time because we get caught up in that so much as being a mom and you have the mom guilt and all of this and you don't want to take time for yourself but I think it's so important and if you find a hobby that can turn into a business just go with it and see where it takes you I if you would have told me uh three years ago that I would be where I am now I would laugh in your face because I'd be like yeah right like I just started making some soother clips for my son Mm -hmm. it is I love your philosophy around taking action right because it would be so easy for all of us to just kind of just be thinking like, I think I want to start this and maybe one day I could do this. But what you're saying around just do it is like, you have to take some version of action and get some data. Like you need to test this out. So make the thing, try to sell the thing and then see how it goes. Right. And even if you only sell five and you thought you were going to sell 50, that's some good data that maybe that's not the right product, but you at least tested it versus keeping the idea in your head forever. And I don't know that everybody has that same level of like decisiveness and action that you have, but I think all of us do have the ability to like, you know, uh, just get that first prototype or version one out there, um, and maybe becoming a bit uncomfortable, by putting ourselves out there a little bit too, but that's what's required to get to that next step. Like if you want to run a full-time business, a six figure, a seven figure business from home, it's going to start with one sale. Right. And I think that's hard to remind (laughs) ourselves, but it's like, if you can't even get out there and make that first sale, you're not going to get to that incredibly, you know, successful and impactful business that maybe you're dreaming of. Exactly. You, you can't start from the top. You got to start, start from, from the bottom the and mm-hmm. you got to work your way up. And that's, that's how we've looked at it. And it's gotten us to a six figure business and mm-hmm. B craft supplies is going to be two here in October. And the fact that we're a six figure business just blows me away. I never, ever would have thought of it like that. It would grow to this mm-hmm. extent. Do you have a vision of where you want to get to, or are you just kind of like happy and reveling in where you are right now? I have a lot of goals. I want to expand. I- 
Yeah, so I do have a lot of goals. I, I want to grow B&B. I have a lot of ideas. I want to expand into more craft supplies other than just silicone beads. But I don't know where we're going to go yet. I plan on hopefully buying a warehouse soon and expanding that way. And then look into bringing in more new products because I always want to expand B&B to to just grow with our society. Mm, I love that. You are a visionary. Like you're always dreaming a little bit beyond where you currently are. How do you train your mind or how do you continue to think beyond your current state of existence? Like, do you have resources or people that you talk to because you're an out of the box thinker and to continue to come up with these goals and these growth ideas, it takes a certain way of thinking that's beyond just the normal cyclical patterns that we're in. So I'm curious what you do to continue to think like this. This episode is sponsored by The Visionary Method. The Visionary Method is a seven-step system that's going to help you create and launch your business successfully. We've had 200 people go through it, and it's going to help you to generate your first 50000 in revenue, even if you're starting at zero. You can learn more at www.kelseyridle.com TVM. I would like to say I read lots of books, and I have lots of... Uh, entrepreneurial friends, but honestly, I don't. It's just, I talk to my husband about it. I'm like, I think I should do this. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and so that. I do it. Like, I, I love like watching Dragon's Den and Shark Tank and those kind of, of shows, but I honestly don't have time to read, barely have time to make new friends that would relate to me. The <laughs> couple friends I do have, they both run their own businesses, so they do relate to me in that way, but it's so different. They're in the farming um, business, and I'm in silicone beads, mm-hmm. so no one can really relate to where I'm at in my life or my business in general, so it's basically just doing what I think is best for B&B and hoping for the best. <laughs> And I think this is what I appreciate about you and your business and your story so much is that you kind of, uh, are showing us that you don't need to be immersed in a community of entrepreneurs. You don't need to live in Toronto or Vancouver to run a successful business. You don't need to constantly be writing out elaborate plans before you take action. Like your example is, Hey, I live in a small town. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I took action. I'm not like constantly out at networking meetings or I'm not going to these masterminds with other successful business owners. I'm just doing stuff with the time I have and continuing to make the best possible decision that I know how to make in the moment. And I have a supportive family and you know, that's where it all begins, right? Nothing happens if you don't take that action and put one foot in front of the other and just do things and test things uh, to see what the outcome is. And I think we can make business so complicated, but I like that you're showing us that you don't need to have it all together. You don't need to, you know, I don't know, like have the perfect back end to make progress and to continue to grow uh, the vision that you have for your business. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. Like I take social media marketing courses. I'm in a TikTok marketing right now because social media is how I've grown my business because it's not like a local business that people can just come shop at. It's a very niche, niche specific business. So yeah, I just, I don't have time for all these mastermind classes. Like I look at them and I'm like, oh, if I had the time, Mm -hmm. but I don't. And so it's just believing in myself and just hoping for the best, honestly. Mm -hmm. And working for the best, right? Like you, you're definitely putting in the time you're showing up for your customers. And I know that that is priority for you is to better, always better serve the customers you already have. Like you pack your orders so quickly, you are responsive to them and and that's going to keep them coming back for more. So taking the best possible care of them while also getting yourself out there when time permits uh, to attract new customers. Yeah, exactly. What is one thing that you are looking forward to right now, either personally or professionally? Um, well, you guys heard it here first. We actually looked at a warehouse today, uh, October 6th, I believe we are. And so that is super exciting. Um, hoping that we can, the stars all align and that works out. So I'm super, super excited about that don't know how we're going to move all of these beads. I'm a little stressed just thinking about that. My husband's like, Jade, we got to get everything else in line first. I'm like, yeah, but how are we going to move all these beads? So that I'm very, very excited for that. And I'm very excited for my kids to see the new space because I know, I know they're going to think it's so cool. And I want to set up a playroom in the back for them and all that stuff. But that is definitely like, a really big motivator right now. I can see it. I can taste it. It's so close. And I never thought that this day would come. And it's just amazing. What an amazing milestone. You are such a great example for any mom and really anyone who wants to start a side hustle, start a business, or maybe has big ambitions to grow something into a full-time income. Uh, So thank you so much for sharing your story. If people want to connect with you, if they resonate with what you're saying, or maybe they too want to start a crafting business, uh, where are the best places for them to find you and to connect with you? Um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok are my three main uh, platforms and it's BNB craft supplies. My website's BNB craft supplies.ca and the website can be very overwhelming because we have thousands and thousands of beads, but it is absolutely amazing. And if anyone ever wants to get into the business, just email me or DM me. I have I have actually had Zoom meetings with moms who have wanted to start and just didn't know how. And I will Zoom them and we'll talk and I'll show them how to make the things and just any way that I can support them, I will because I've been there and I just want to see everyone succeed. That's so amazing. And I feel like maybe there is something in your future where you will do this on a bigger scale and help hundreds or thousands of moms to get their crafting businesses going. So who knows, we'll plant the seed now and see when time (laughs) permits, if you're able to gather all of these uh, women and support them. But in the meantime, yeah, don't be afraid to DM Jade and 
just let her know where you're at if you are inspired by her story. So thank you so much, Jade, for sharing kind of the behind the scenes of babes and beads turned B&B teething, turned B&B craft. It's the true evolution that all entrepreneurs are on and that we go through. So really appreciate your time and we wish you all of the best. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis. So it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your iTunes app. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. P.S. Whenever you're ready, there's a couple of ways that I can support you. So first thing, if you're ready to make your first or next $50,000 in business, explore how the Visionary Method Business Coaching Experience can accelerate your growth. There'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed when it comes to starting an online business, reach out and book a free revision call with me. I'll offer you customized recommendations on how to get unstuck so you can live a life filled with joy, happiness, and fulfillment.